Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for May 18th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. I trust that this series has been a blessing to you thus far. On Friday, I shared a message entitled The High Cost of a Free Gift. If you haven't seen that message, you need to go back and watch it. It was a tremendous blessing. Today, this is part 24 of the overall series, and the title of today's message comes in the form of a question. We're going to start off this week with a question. Here's the question for you on this Monday morning. How do you spell maturity? How do you spell maturity? You want to be a mature believer, right? So what does that look like? How do you spell maturity? Let's get into it. We've been studying the life of Joseph, and we're going to go back to it again this morning. So James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, the Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, right? Right now in the middle of COVID-19, in the middle of a global pandemic, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulty, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power to endure all things. Then the Bible says, and then as this patient endurance grows stronger and stronger, it releases inside of you perfection. It releases perfection into every area, every aspect of your life until, watch this, there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. That's where you want to get to, right? You want to be a mature believer that in your life, you could say there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. You are perfect. The, the King James calls it perfect and entire, lacking or wanting nothing. Why? Because you have faith and patience both in operation in your life. In Genesis chapter 39, verses 21 through 23, the Bible says the Lord was with Joseph. This is when he went into the prison and God continued to favor him to the point where God gave him favor with the warden that was in charge of the whole prison. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners and Joseph was their leader, although he did the same work that they did. And then the warden, the commander of the guards, trusted Joseph with everything in the whole prison. And this happened because the Lord was with Joseph and the Lord helped Joseph to be successful in everything that he did. Joseph became a prosperous prisoner. Before that, he was a prosperous slave. In other words, he did not allow the circumstance or the situation that he was in to change his disposition or to change his belief. He kept believing God and God saw him through it all, through every level, through every stage, through every season of his life. Joseph continued to believe God. He kept the dream alive. And this is how we're supposed to live. This is what the series is about, faith and patience. So what does this mean to you today? On this Monday morning, yeah, Rick, this whole thing about Joseph is good. But what does this mean to you today on this Monday morning to set the tone for the whole week? I have three things to share with you. This is just solid teaching. This is, this is not milk. This is meat. And as I give you these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? Number one, it's time to grow up. Look at me. It is time for you and I to grow up. It's not, be, being a mature believer is not just about, you know, going to church, clapping on the first and third beat or the second and fourth beat, seeing your friends, going, you know, having a fellowship at the church, potluck, all that stuff. Obviously, we're missing all of that because of COVID-19. But no, I'm saying, right, what does it really mean to, to be grown up in Christ, to be a mature believer? With everything going on in the world right now, this series is absolutely critical because it takes maturity to, to ride through a global pandemic. It takes maturity to have 2020 not turn out the way that you want it and you not be phased and you not be changed and you not be 
disappointed to the point where you give up on God. Yes, at the beginning of 2020, maybe you wrote some things down. At the beginning of 2020, maybe you were opening up your heart to several things. And now because of COVID-19, your life has taken a different turn. None of us expected this thing to happen, but it takes a certain level of maturity to continue to believe, even in the middle of a storm, to believe God, to know that God, that this too shall pass and God is still God and he's still sitting on the circle of the earth and everything that he said to you, every promise he's ever spoken over your life shall come to pass. One of the issues I think that we have as believers when we say, hey, what does it mean to be mature in Christ is that we lack an understanding or, or, or uh, we don't have a good picture of what it looks like to be mature, right? Because a lot of us, I know growing up, growing up as a young believer, I see uh, uh, my, my friend uh, James Faggart is, is watching live. My bro, he and I were, were licentious together. We, were, we, we got licensed to preach. Uh, man, James, what was that? Like 23 years ago, 23, 24 years ago. So when we were young preachers, when we got licensed to preach, you know, what did it look like to be mature? Like, I mean, what was your picture of maturity? I don't know. Maybe somebody that memorized a bunch of scripture. You're like, whoa, that person can quote the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Whoa, they must be mature. Or maybe you know how it is with people. Maybe because we, we get fixated by things and we think like earthly prosperity equals spiritual maturity. So maybe if somebody was driving a nice car, oh, they must be a mature believer or have a big house. They must be a, a mature believer. But what does it mean? Like, it doesn't mean that yet you've been going to church for a long time. You can, you can go to church for, for, for 30 years and still be a baby. Let's be clear about this. Unlike this world where if you can't be 18 years old in kindergarten, this world, they won't allow it. But in Christ, just the fact that you've been going to church for 20 years doesn't mean you're grown up. So what does it mean to be a mature believer? For you to be a mature believer, faith and patience both have to be an operation in your life. Let's unpack that in the second point. What does it really mean to be a mature believer? Number two, okay, here's the two-part answer. First of all, a mature believer has faith and they live by it. A mature believer has faith and they live by it. Let me explain. This person has the audacity to believe God on God's level, right? So the first thing I'm going to talk about is faith. So you, you, it is impossible, Hebrews 11 to 6, it is impossible to please God without faith. Faith. So this person, first of all, for you to be mature, you got to have faith and you have to open up your heart to believe God on his level. This person dreams God-sized dreams. So when God speaks to us, to this person, when God speaks to this person, maybe it's a dream while they're sleeping, like Joseph. Maybe it's an open vision while they're awake, like Gideon. Maybe uh, God sends, speaks to them through the Holy Spirit, like Paul. Maybe God sends someone to them, right, uh, uh, and like David. And so whatever it is, God speaks to you a myriad of ways. God could have sent somebody, spoke to you, gave you a dream, gave you a vision, whatever. When God speaks to you, no matter how big, watch this, for you to be mature, no matter how big, how outlandish, how outrageous the promise is, this person is able to believe that God is going to do it. This person is able to believe that no matter how crazy what God just said seems, like, like here I am and here is what God said, no matter how outlandish it seems, this person is able to believe on God's level. This person has the audacity to believe it. And watch this, then the next phase is has the audacity to launch out in faith, to do whatever is required of them to bring it to pass. Faith is something you say. 
Faith is something you do. Faith is a financial seed you sow, all based on what God revealed to you about your future. This person then launches out in faith to receive what God said, even when there is no sense realm evidence to support it. And even when there's a bunch of evidence that flies in the face of it, even when there is evidence that is saying uh, that's against it. Like maybe you have a doctor's report, you have a financial statement, you have like, you know, emails, you have all of this stuff, letters in the mail that is against what God said. And you keep getting evidence that is against what God said, like Joseph did, right? You keep getting evidence You have evidence in the natural that is against what God said, but the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is keep telling you, it keeps telling you that what God said is going to come to pass. And at that point, you have two reports. A mature believer chooses to believe the report of the Lord. A, a, A mature believer says, you know what? I am going to believe God, even at the risk of looking foolish. Even when I believe God, it means that people are going to look at me funny because it doesn't, what God is saying doesn't make any sense. What God is saying doesn't line up with what the people down here would expect me to do. But I know that to be a mature believer, living in sync with heaven sometimes means that you seem like you're out of sync with the people down here in this world, and you have to be okay with that. It takes a certain level of maturity to walk with God at the risk of looking foolish. You got it? That's faith, all right? And then the second part of this answer is it takes a certain level of maturity. A mature believer has patience and they are continually developing in it. Let me explain. Not only does this person believe God, but they also understand that the promises of God are not gonna manifest overnight. God said it, but yeah, they they know and they believed it, but they also know that it's not gonna happen tomorrow. So, so, This person is not moved by time or circumstances. Let me explain both. And this is hard. I'm saying this is what this series is about. For you not to be moved by time or circumstances, it it takes a certain level of maturity to do that. Let's talk about time first. For a, for a person not to be moved by time, like anybody can get excited when God gives you a word and you're in church and, and you get it and you wrote it down and, and you email somebody and you really, and matter of fact, you, you know how it is in 2020, you jumped on Instagram and you gave your testimony and all of that stuff. That's cool. But what happens when days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months and months turn into years and maybe years turn into decades? As a believer, you have to continue to believe God despite the time. And then despite the circumstances, Joseph went through bad circumstance after bad circumstance after bad circumstance. Do you have the type of patience that's going to endure even when it gets worse before it gets better? Do you have the type of patience that is going to endure even when after God said it and after you got excited and after you got on your phone and told your girlfriends about it and after you put it on Facebook, now everything went crazy. Everything went haywire. It seemed like your life was fine until you said it. It seemed like your life was okay until you announced it. But you had the faith. God told you to announce it before he does it. And you had the audacity to say it before you saw it. And ever since you announced it, things went crazy. Ever since Joseph said the dream out loud, his life went haywire. But what I'm saying is you got to have patience to endure both time and opposition, both time and circumstance. 
when circumstances change, a person that is mature knows that God has not. Let me say that again. When circumstances change, a person that is mature knows that God has not. So God has not changed and you are fixed and focused. You are fixated on the fact that God is still God, that his promises are still true, that everything that he said is still going to happen in your life. So this type of patient endurance is a great indicator for your maturity. Why? This person is unmoved, unfazed, unchanged by the changes of this world. And if they can hold on long enough, if, if they can believe God long enough, then the text says that you are mature. That is, this is an indication of, of your maturity. Actually, the text says there will be nothing missing and nothing lacking in your life. So how do you spell maturity? That was the question. That's the title of today's message. How do you spell maturity? This is how I spell it. E-N-D-U-R-A-N-C-E, endurance. How do you spell maturity? I spell maturity in Christ, endurance. You must endure for the long haul. It is the force of consistency. It is the ability to remain the same no matter what. Number three, and finally, as I close, the power of of embracing the process. Let me just briefly talk about this. I'm going to deal with this again tomorrow. Let me talk about the power of embracing the process as I release you into this Monday morning. Joseph never went to Bible college. He did not attend seminary. He didn't even have a Bible to read, but he had a dream from God and he believed the dream. That's it. That's what he did. And he held on to the dream no matter how long it took and, and no matter what came his way. And because he just never gave up, because he simply refused to quit, he laid hold of the promise of God. Even though when he got the dream, he was 17. And when the thing happened, he was 39. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just think about that for a minute. You're 17, you get this dream, you tell everybody about it. There's no way in your mind you think that the dream is not going to come to pass until you're almost 40 years old. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Like, like when, when the prophet showed up at David's house and anointed him to be the next king of Israel, he was like, dog. I just got in order to be the next king of Israel. There's no way in David's mind when he was 17, when he got anointed in front of all his brothers, that he thought it was not going to happen until he was 37. No way. And, but that's how it is with God. I'm talking about you have to have patient endurance. You got to have the ability to hold on and watch this. This is what we're going to learn from Joseph. While you're waiting, while you're waiting, when circumstances change, while you're waiting, don't get bitter, get bigger. I'll deal with this tomorrow. Don't get bitter, get bigger. There are some things that Joseph learned at Potiphar's house that he was never going to learn at his house, right? And then when he got to the prison, there's some, some things that Joseph learned at prison that he was never going to learn at Potiphar's house. So my point is, as you are believing God, even when circumstances change, even like COVID-19, none of us expected this. Instead of getting bitter, get bigger. Know that, that this is processing you, that there's a power, there's something being developed through this season. There's something being developed in you, and if you endure long enough, you will get to the point where you are actually mature, where you are a mature believer, where you are determined to get to God's overall expected end for your life, that you will maximize the purpose and the potential that God placed in you, and you will do it while you're in the land of the living. You know why? Because you will not be moved. You will not be changed. You will not be phased. You have faith and patience. You have patient endurance and operation in your life. So you're a believer and you're going to continue to believe no matter how long it takes. This is what it looks like to be mature in Christ. Let's close this message 
out with a declaration of faith. I know this is not a message really that's going to get you rah-rah, but I'm telling you that this is something that we need to hear. This is something that we need to develop. This is a message that we all need. So lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I want to be mature. I want to get to the point where there is nothing missing and nothing lacking in my life. So I thank you for this teaching. I now understand the power of patient endurance. I must add patience to my faith. And I declare that I do. I embrace the grace to endure, overcome, withstand, confront, cope, live through, and ultimately triumph over all opposition and no matter how long it takes. Living this way, I will experience your best in this world before I die. And I grow up into the mature believer you have called me to be. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and click on the red subscribe button and put in your email address there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I want you to walk into this day knowing that it, it takes a certain level of endurance and patience and faith for you to be considered mature, for you to be considered grown up, a grown up as a believer. And in this series, you are learning how to open up your heart to it. So continue to embrace the grace to endure and to overcome. And ultimately, if you hold on long enough, you will see what God said while you're in the land of the living. Do me a favor, please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And if you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, leave me some comments in the chat. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.